they saved their souls at least. Yeah, it's like, follow me, you know, this is the way, look at me, I'm wearing a onesie made out of goat hair. <laughs> We'll discuss topics of self-harm. Just a little disclaimer before you listen to the episode. I just wear earphones, or but I got these headphones, and now I feel like a real podcaster. <laughs> Meanwhile, I like an idiot. I'm trying to record, and I start to record with a <laughs> built-in <laughs> microphone that sucks. Oh man, that's going back. Uh. To, to like the first episode yeah the first few episodes you can tell like the background noise and everything yeah. is different alright well I'm looking at the fucking material today. <laughs> oh no <laughs> I like how you started off talking to me what was the first thing you said to me when I I, I turned on the oh. microphone I mean when, when we connected um, I, just please repeat <laughs> that to me I just ate two hot dogs now I feel like crap uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe you'll learn something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so for this... Well, first, let's say who we are and what is this. <laughs> Can you please introduce us? Yes. Uh, we are Elise and Carol, and this is And Then It Got Weird. I'm Carol. <laughs> it's very weird because I'm like, how do I make it? Like, I don't want to say like me first because i'm like i don't do anything for this place so (laughs) i don't want to make me be the first person you know (sighs) and today i'm accompanied by my little pet oh my god she's a little conure it's like it's like it's a little parrot and her name is lucky she's so cute like the britney spears song Mm, homage and she is a star she is she's a diva (laughs) yeah um well, we started off well. We started off talking about um, overeating. Oh, being bad. no. So, um, first of all, I didn't even... I wasn't even really planning on doing this because it is the month of October, which is, you know, Halloween. So, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of other podcasts, too, and many are making it like a Halloween-themed episode for October. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of doing that. But then... I came across this, and without further ado, are you ready to get triggered? <laughs> I'm ready all day, every day. <laughs> this is not. Re- I mean, when I say triggered, by the way, I'm kind of. I'm. I'm joking. I'm not. You know. It's like the the dumb and correct uh, version of trigger. Yeah, like the meme triggers, and and just for um, background, um, well, for information, I took a lot of this, like I said, from different sources and. <laughs> A lot of it is I translated it from Spanish, um, but I, I kept, you know, checking that everything is right to the best of my knowledge, <clears throat> because I'm seeing a lot of it is in Spanish. Uh, today, we will go back a little bit to the old country, mm-hmm. which is in our case, it's Peru, you know, where, you know, we come from a Peruvian family, yeah. right? Now that I talked um, about that, I think I'm pretty sure you've heard about uh, the colonization <laughs> hmm. of the Americas. Maybe, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, just just for, you know, a little bit of a refresher. In, in the area that's now Latin America, most of it was uh, colonized by uh, what was the kingdom of... 
what what became the kingdom of Spain because I was researching and 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 I didn't know this, but they were two different kingdoms and they got um they the two uh inheritors of the crown got married and it became, you know, to solidify what would become the kingdom of Spain. Anyway, I learned that. And it was very confusing. There was a lot of information and that was not the topic of research this time. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I was just like, I'm not even gonna, I mean, I tried, but it was a lot. So the Spanish king from, from Spain, there were the conquistadors. They went, you know, to Peru and uh, which is now in South America. <laughs> which is now. now. <laughs> 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 but people, as, as you said, you know, people ask sometimes, like, yeah, yeah. where's Peru? Right? Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's in South America. And actually, um, it was a really important part of the, the king. Colonies? Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, nowadays, still, what is the capital of, of uh, current Peru is Lima, and Lima was actually founded, you know, back then by the Spanish as mm -hmm. the, one of the centers of of the um, new vice royalty, and uh, Lima actually um, they called it the city of kings, and that was the mm -hmm. the little title they gave it, which I really hate because it is not the city of kings. <laughs> screw you, <laughs> screw you, and your stupid king. <laughs> So um, the viceroy that was living in Lima, um, this uh, it was um, for the oversight of, you know, the whole uh, uh, area of the colonies in South America, except for the um, Portuguese-dominated uh, area of Brazil, um, because that was not Spain. Mm -hmm. um, so over time, Lima grew into a very, very um, powerful city. Uh, and a lot of um, wealth that was taken from um, the silver mines, especially in Peru, went through Lima and they would go to Panama and then f they would go to Spain, you know, because they stole all shit from there. Um. And <laughs> yeah, everything. It's like, oh, why were they poor? Well, hmm. <laughs> you know, they kind of stole people's shit. Anyway, um, so, as I said, you know, Lima was the center and they became, it became a, a very um, distinguished and aristocratic colonial capital. And uh, the, it, it was where the chief uh, stronghold of Spain was in the, in the Americas, as I said. And um, out of this uh, situation, <clears throat> there was a man called Gaspar Flores, who was a member of the cavalry in the Imperial Spanish Army. And he married a Creole, Criolla, which I guess you could tra translate to Creole, which is of mixed ethnicity, a woman from a, a Creole background named Maria de Oliva. And they had 13 children. Holy crap. That's... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a wonder she survived all those 13 kids. I know. 13 kids. I have two kids. I, I have two. And I would have very likely died with the first one if it wasn't for modern medicine. Mm. Um, and actually, even though I said they're from the cav the, the, the father of, of this family was from the cavalry in, of the Spanish army, <clears throat> they were poor. You know, they were very poor. Apparently, 
it was mostly like a position to have like a job and you were not you were not a, a native an indigenous person which is you know you're already kind of winning you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> so as i said they have 13 children and out of these children isabel flores de oliva was born in the city of lima on the 20th of April in 1586. So it's a really long time ago. <laughs> and she would become the first Catholic saint of the Americas. Now I think you've heard of her. I I, I feel like you expect too much from me. Because <laughs> when you said her name, like you paused for a second, I was like... No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. You paused for a second, so I was thinking, like, okay. am I supposed to know this person? <laughs> Because I'm the worst. You're going through, like, the Rolodex. <laughs> You're bringing, like, uh, who is this? Mom, you <laughs> failed me. Like, that. This is a person. Carol, this is a person. Not not, not Isabel. I'm saying you. To everyone. Carol still is having <laughs> trouble. <laughs> um, okay, so we were raised Catholic. Yeah. Let's just start off like that. We're not practicing. Why are you talking for me? For me? I'm, not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not practicing. <laughs> Like, not, like, I'm, I mean, for me, yeah. not at all. And I think for you, not much either. Not much. Because yeah. A lot, <laughs> I guess. Um, okay, so you just found out who actually Jesus was. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spit, spit out my water. <laughs> you make it sound so much worse than, well, I mean, I guess it is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think Jesus was? You didn't <laughs> look. This is what they. This is, must have been what they taught me at Sunday school when I was like going for my communion. Because so. they always say Jesus is the Son of God, right? So I legit thought he was the Son of God. Because there's also that story where like freaking the angel goes down to Mary and like immaculate conception. So like I'm like, okay, so he is the Son, right? But then now, like apparently, he's right. not. And there's still this whole thing with the Holy Trinity where they're, they're all supposed to be just one, but it's like, it's how? Wild. Anyway, I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this, that you're, there's nothing to get. You're just supposed to take this information and just implant it in your head and just be okay with it. Um, uh, so she became the first Catholic, uh, Isabel. Isabel Flores de Oliva. She became the first Catholic saint of the Americas, which is mm-hmm. a, a big deal. Um, her name, that the, her her name now is a saint. We all know her by the name of Saint Rose of Lima, or Santa Rosa de Lima. Mm. Rosa. I've heard. I've heard of the name. I just wait. You've literally. I think we talked about this like last week. I think you sent me an image or I looked yeah, it up I on Google, but I can't remember the picture. She, what what color does she wear? Blue? Oh. She wears what would be called a nun's oh, outfit. I just said blue. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> what the, where the fuck do you get that? I know no saint that would... Oh, maybe like... What? <laughs> who are you coming up with? Because you like, know how like... What is going on? Like... Is she because like you know the the Mexican Mary, she. Is, <laughs> <laughs> no, let me also give me uh, let me put that uh, disclaimer there. Like I don't want to say the wrong name, right? So I, I I'd prefer to just say 
the Mexican Mary. Mary yeah, Guadalupe. Guadalupe. No, because I'm getting messed the up because it was coming into my brain. It's just Rosa de Guadalupe. Yeah. Oh, this TV show that we watch. This this episode is going through <laughs> a lot of like we could just go on a lot of ranches from here, but I don't think anybody, I don't think many people are going to know exactly what we're talking about. If you if if you know this show, then okay, you know what okay. We're I just about. saw I just searched up uh, Rosa of Lima's pictures. Yes, I've seen her face, not face, but like her outfit and pictures of her before. Her yeah. outfit. It's, it's yeah, it's literally a nonsense. Okay, so describe her picture. This picture. <laughs> um, so she's. Oh shit! Right on theme for Halloween. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I got. I feel better. Okay, go ahead. She's wearing a nonsense outfit. You saw. <laughs> With like her ha- ha- okay. uh, hair covered, and then I think what makes her stand out is that she always has this uh, crown of rose, like rose thorns, on her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crown of roses. Yeah. yeah, this is the one that I'm talking about. Mm. Santa Rosa de Lima, or I guess you know in English you call oh, it Rosa de Lima. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait. I just <laughs> why I remember why this, is this exact same thing I searched up last week, and it's just like the little Wikipedia snippet and? of like what she's known for. No, I remembered now. Our like conversation. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, that she's whoa, known whoa, for her whoa, severe whoa, penance. That's why I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh boy. Wait, oh, yeah. Well, um, so, you know, as they said, her name, her, her birth name was Isabel, but she became, you know, Rosa. What, could I, what should I call her? Should I just say Rosa or Rose? I'll probably just go in Just both say Rosa. Ways. It's weird if you say Rose. Rosa. Yeah, because I grew up hearing Rosa, Rosa the name of it. <clears throat> so you know her her nickname became Rose really, um, because of this incident that hap- that happened when she was a baby. So according to tradition, there is obviously not going to be any <laughs> uh, factual record of this because it, it because is, it's um, the fifteen hundreds. It's the fifteen hundreds. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I'm saying that. <laughs> not just that. Um, so it, this is funny because she, they, they were not, they were poor, but I think they became poorer as they, as if, as the years went on. Because when when this happened, the, the reason why she got her name, um, they the family had a servant, an, an indigenous servant, who her name was Mariana. She was taking care of Rosa, and one day, all of a sudden. She began to cry out to Rosa's mother and all the children that were in there too because she saw the child's face turn into a beautiful rose, her face. Was she crying like happy or scared? Because I would be scared. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't say. I'm guessing it's supposed to be like joyous, like, oh, wow, look at this. Your child, her face transfigured into... A rose, which does sound pretty I'm terrifying. Like, um, what's that phobia of repeated patterns? I'm getting like a oh, little yeah, bit you of have that. Uh, uh, yeah, because I'm because the petals and like, um, oh god, <laughs> I'm like trying not to think, like trying not to imagine a fucking rose on 
replacing <laughs> someone's head. Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh my god. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> this was a scary episode. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so as I said, you know, her, her uh, the child's face became a rose, a rose, you know, and she and the servant called out everyone to just look at this, right? And uh, there were children there too, like she had siblings, and, and they ran over to to look at her, but they saw something a little bit different. Um, they said that they saw a rose above her head. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, suspended like in midair. Now, I don't know why there's these two, uh, I mean, why they saw something different. But I guess the, the thing is that it's all roses, right? You know, a- after this happened, which is pretty unforgettable, um, <laughs> her mother especially saw something special in her daughter. You know, like, oh, she she was kind of meant for something. Mm-hmm. So for the time of her baptism, the mother insisted for it to be done by the Archbishop of Lima. Um, I'm guessing they, would, they were able to pull some strings and they were able to get him to baptize her. Now, he had heard about what became called a miracle eventually about her face becoming a rose. <clears throat> she, he had heard about this, so when he baptized her, he ba- baptized her under the name of Rosa. It's like he, and he totally ignored the name Isabel existing. So he just like gave her that mm. name. So from then on, she was to be referred to as Rosa, you know? Mm-hmm. So she was showing as she grew up signs of being in God's graces from when she was a baby. Uh, according to tradition, by the time that she was a toddler and she was barely able to walk. She would, you know, walk or like toddle. <laughs> she would take herself to um, to th- this big crucifix that was in her mother's room. Like she would always walk there and they would say like, where did she go? You know, and it's like, oh, she was to be found in her mother's room in front of the big crucifix. Just contemplating it. I'm guessing she's around two years old. Um and then she started to show that she had this endurance, right? Um, it is told that around three years old, she needed to go through a surgery from an accident that she had, and she did not. Ah, Lucky. Lucky's biting my headphones. Lucky, cut it out. <coughs> she um, went through this surgery uh, without any, um, uh, what's it called, anesthesia, and she did not like cry at all. She just let it happen. Once, also, uh, uh, when she was still a little kid, like around four, um, there was this time that uh, the heavy lid from a flower jar fell on her finger. It caused this huge blood clot. Mm. And, you know, she needed to have her fingernail cut back, you know, because your finger gets so, you know, gnarly that they need to cut Mm. off your nail, right? Because it's all. So for doing that, they um, had to apply acid to her finger. The acid had to stay on her finger for, for several days to make sure there would be no infection. And she, like, didn't complain at all. Um, rather, she was complimented for her behavior mm-hmm. to just be very, you know, obedient and just kind of stood through it. And when she was complimented on this, her reply was, 
um, this could not be compared to how much more Jesus had suffered. This is a little kid. <laughs> and, uh, when she was still a kid, you know, she, she eventually got stricken again with an, an illness, um, which was this excruciating headache. I'm sorry, Eric, and she again uh, mentioned that our Lord's crown of thorns must have hurt much more. You know, she would look at, at the image of Christ on the crucifix, and I guess from an early age, she internalized how painful that must be, and she, you know, and she didn't see her pain as compared to that, which was, I guess, inspiration for. Her being able to endure physical pain as well. Um, so, you know, her finger, right? Mm -hmm. It got busted, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so during the time that she's trying to recuperate from, from this, um, she was home. She couldn't go out and play. So her mother, she tried teaching her how to read. But she was using, you know, normal, you know, books that you would, you would use for a little kid, right? Mm -hmm. But she could not learn anything. She was just not catching on. And, you know, her mom just gave up. She was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> and she just threw the book across the room and just yelled at her and told her, just get out of my face. You know, wow. I I'm just paraphrasing here. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, wow, I, I can't imagine an article said that. <laughs> yeah, I'd seen this, the grandmother. She, you know, she felt bad for little Rosa, who was, you know, this little child. Um, and what she decided to do is she began to teach her from a prayer book she had. And then a little bit later, little Rosa came out of her room with a prayer book and she just started to read from it. Like she just learned. It's like a little miracle. Mm. Yeah. And when her mom saw this, she was very surprised and she asked her, how, how are you able to read so quick, Sanon? Mm -hmm. And uh, little Rosa replied, Wait, I think I'm just going to send you to read that. This is what little Rosa replied to her mom. I asked the baby Jesus to teach me, Mama, to save you the work, and he did. Instead of, you know, being happy about this, actually her mom got, you know, angry at her because she thought that Rosa was just being defiant, you know. And she just punished mm -hmm. her for this. And Rosa just took the punishment quietly. She did not complain. She was such an obedient child. Um, this is before hmm. she was five. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's great if she really was like this, you know, so obedient. I mean, great as for, like, the mom, not for herself. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so when Rosa became five years old, her grandmother, you know, she took her to visit a church, you know. And she immediately asked for a confessor so that she could make a vow of chastity. Okay. Now, the priest at hearing this, he was pretty surprised. Because wait, was, wait, 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 wait. Back five. up, back up, back up. <laughs> back up. Yes. <laughs> Can you repeat that sentence? <laughs> so, um, when little Rosa was five years old, her grandmother took her to a church. And at entering, uh, Rosa immediately asked to have a confessor talk to her so that she could make a vow of chastity. And the priest was surprised because she was only five years old. Oh my God. 
<laughs> but he received counsel from his peers, and in, in the end, they decided that it wouldn't hurt. They, he allowed her to make this vow. Her, her parents did not know. So, still a child, she would love to visit the church. And in this uh, church, she reported that she had many encounters with, with uh, Virgin Mary. And she had actual apparitions and some conversations with her, like one-on-one. She started to show also signs of what would, as as you have read, she was, she is very famous for her um, penances, Mm -hmm. right? So when she was a little kid, she would do the same that she wouldn't eat basically in between meals. She, as a as a kid, her mom denied her um, the ability to drink water, and and Rosa really took to this to not drinking any water as she she was eating because she was basically trying to look for excuses to practice self denial, and eventually what she did is that she would go for she started to go for like two or three days straight without asking for any any water at all, and her mom she she didn't know that her daughter was just like not uh, hydrating. <laughs> <laughs> and because she never complained, the mom would just like eventually inadvertently would have her fast for like five days without drinking water. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, so as time went by, her family moved to another place in a, a bit farther from from the center of Lima where she she was growing up. Um, her sister died actually in the in that time. And soon after, Rose herself started to show signs of illness. Um, for example, she started to feel coldness in her extremities, her fingers and toes. And they would start to seem to become numb. And eventually, they became paralyzed. Like she wouldn't, you know, she's had extremities start to become paralyzed. And the doctors couldn't find out what was going on. And they pronounced her as incurable. And this just kept getting worse and worse. And what uh, Rosa's, mo- Rosa's mother had heard of this um, cure that was from the, the indigenous people, that what they had to do was you had to cover the body with the uncured hide of a recently killed animal. And her brother, um, he was given the gift of a pet llama. And what they did is they sacrificed it so that they could skin it and put it put the hide around Rosa so that she gets cured from her paralysis. Her mom, you know, she went to wrap her in, in this uh, animal hide and she said this. Here, read it, please. <clears throat> Here is the skin of a freshly killed llama. I'm going to bind it on you tightly. When the proper time has passed, I shall come and take it off. Now, do not loosen these strings no matter how it feels. Um, and her mom just apparently forgot. To oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, and you know, Rose has this pattern of just kind of letting things happen to her <laughs> without complaining. So this kid is like all wrapped up in animal hide. Uh, her mom just went suddenly remembered and she's like, oh my god, so many days passed by from this thing. So she began to take off the wrappings and she started to say, I'm sorry, you know, because she she looked pale and she's just like getting worse <laughs> and um <laughs> uh you know but but to her mother's uh uh apologies rosa replied this 
The hide has not cured me, Mama, but I have not unbounded or loosened the string since you put it on. To which her mother replied, That is good. You are obedient. Okay, what do you think about this so far? <laughs> I think it really sets up the stage as to why Rosa ends up, you know, really into punishment. You know? <laughs> I mean... Well, her mom had 13 children, so that's, I mean... Yeah, but that's I, when you use parentification. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so please describe what that means. Uh, when you push the parently duties onto your child. <laughs> like the other is have to take care of the little ones. Yeah. yeah. So I guess the problem is her older sister... <laughs> Well, there's because you know it's a sister, right? That's being placed the responsibility on, right? Not the brother. What? Because, well, you know, like, <laughs> you know how women, like, we have this innate. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I ruined it by laughing. Like, I couldn't <laughs> not laugh. Um, anyway, so she, as you said, this kind of set, as you said, you know, perfectly, you said, like, this sets up this the stage of why she does this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So the uh, so the mom saw her, you know. So she said you're obedient and everything, but she was still like shocked because her skin was just <laughs> parts of it came oh my off God. with the animal hide. Oh, uh, true. Okay. Okay. Oh man. And is that why she wore long sleeves? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, it, it gets. Uh, Let's just say that it, it these things became her choice eventually. Um, so her, her back was just covered in sores. Okay? Oh my god! And she was, she was in pain, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, her skin was like fucking came off. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's a child. It's just like she's not even fucking ten years old. But it's time. Oh jeez. You know, I have a little kid, right? A little daughter. Yeah. You know her. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm peeling this hide from her body, and pieces of her fucking flesh are coming up. She's just quiet, just letting it happen. And I'm like, "You're obedient." Oh my God. <laughs> but she, but she did ask, you know, oh wait, why didn't you loosen the strings? You know, because she started. She said you're obedient, but then this, the, the, her pieces of flesh started to come off. Mm-hmm. She got a little bit worried. <laughs> um, to which Rosa. Little Rosa, little, little child, little child Rosa. She replied, um, "This." But you told me not to loosen the strings or unbind the hide. What could I do but to obey you? Um, I don't know. Maybe choose to keep your skin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is a kid. She's got no fault in this. But no, this is dude. Carol at, at eight or like whatever this age is. I think one unbinds or tries you know as you feel your skin isn't she like kind of starved though also maybe she just also didn't have the strength (laughs) to unbind you know what you yo you're right because if the mom is forgetting to unbind her is she just not looking at her because if she's feeding her is she feeding her wasn't she like not eating at this point i'm not sure yeah you're right because if she's all tied up in this, like you would 
I think this is something you will notice, right? Yeah. <laughs> with also, like, how many siblings do you have at home? You should at least I mean, she has get along lot, well with still. one of them. That should be, like, looking out the window, like, hey, is my sister, like, okay? Can you... <laughs> she sounds kind of insufferable, though, like, to be honest. <laughs> Can you imagine you're the other kid and you're, like... You just running around and by accident you like break something from your mom's, you know, and you're like scared to tell your mom. And meanwhile, your little sister is like, my finger got busted and I have acid on it. But what can I do? But com- I can't complain because Jesus suffered more. And the mom's like, you're so obedient. Like, what? Do, how would that? Sure, I can. If you're a sibling, I can see a lot of sibling <laughs> hatred there. <laughs> it's like, god damn it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. If there was ever any high bar for <laughs> any child i mean <laughs> you know how kids are like oh you know my my older sibling gets really good grades in school how am i gonna live up to that mm-hmm. well you know let me let me introduce you to rosa's <laughs> siblings <laughs> it's just like, she was fucking reading when she's four oh, yeah. because jesus taught her i mean <laughs> <laughs> uh Moving on. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, so she started to get well. She started to get not better. <laughs> I was going to say she started to get better, but I don't think so. But, like, you know, she was able to start like walking. Apparently, um, do you hear that? Yeah, I love it. She's that's beautiful. My little, that's my little baby bird. Okay. She's not obedient. <laughs> She's attacking me. Lucky. I know, right? God damn it. She's pulling off the headphones from me. She's not Go obedient. Go stare at I the crucifix. You. <laughs> Bring the crucifix and put it in front of her cage. The cage already sounds good enough. <laughs> it's starting off well. Um. Uh, uh, where was I? Okay, so the time for her confirmation... The the whole llama hide incident was still pretty fresh, and uh, uh, she had lost all desire to live. <laughs> um, but after her mom told her that the time for confirmation had come about, she started to just come back to life again, you know, um, because she so wanted to be able to receive confirmation, and she began to pray very hard to heal fully. Um, and it's, it is believed that the power of prayer eventually brought about the absolute complete healing of Rose just in time for her confirmation. Uh, obviously, she just became more pious over time uh, after her confirmation. You know, she was already really into this. Of course, you know, she just kept going on with this. Now, she, she kept uh, learning about... Uh, God and, and Catholicism in general. And she came about this saint. Um, her name is uh, Saint Catherine of Siena. And she is known for her holiness, um, her spiritual visions, and her uh, penance. Uh, this saint uh, also was said to have stigmata. You know what stigmata is, right? Uh, the I said it, like, crying, very crying blood. <laughs> the crying what? blood. Damn no. it! <laughs> Is the one where the um, the, the hands bleed? Uh, supposed to be the wounds? Yeah, the, yeah okay, yeah, that one. Wounds, That's though. what I mean. That's what I mean. 
You said crying blood. That's like from your hands. This is different. It's okay. It's not any better. <laughs> it's still freaky. And kind of impossible. But... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it, this made me read a lot about stigmata in general. And it's pretty interesting. Um, anyway, so she she was said to have received stigmata. And and this, this saint, Catherine of Siena, um, she wore a crown of thorns on her head like like jesus did uh christ and and she would just like push it down inside on her head to hurt herself as you see rosa is getting a lot of influence on on self i just, <laughs> I, I just thought of a question is that what Jesus would do? Would he place a thorn, <laughs> a, a crown of thorns on his head? That's a good point. He, he didn't, didn't do that. That, that was other people doing that and like making him suffer. So like, why? I understand they're trying to get the like sufferment, but like, I don't think that's the message Jesus would give to people. That's true. You know? Yeah. I mean, if anything, from what I know, is that he did like do fasting like the last days of of his life and he knew that he was gonna be uh yeah according to tradition he he was gonna he knew of what was gonna happen to him yeah uh, so he fasted you know but this girl's like just these these people <laughs> as you said they are constantly doing this that's a good question apparently it's not bad i mean they became saints right Meanwhile, you're eating hot dogs. <laughs> That's true. That's true. What have I accomplished in my life? Hmm. Um, I won't answer because... Because it's nothing. Um, I have the same question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just, I, I, I have the same question. Um. <laughs> oh. But yeah, <clears throat> continue. So, so, so she she really liked this, this saint, you know. And she started to do more things like uh, like not eating well. You know, she started to fast um, as as a little kid. Um, How tall did she grow to be? <laughs> <laughs> that was something I was actually you know asking myself that because there's a lot of times that she's not eating. Um, uh. Her parents obviously, you know, started to get a little bit worried when they eventually were able to notice this, what? which I don't, it seems that they don't really notice this <laughs> too much, you know, considering everything else that, that we, uh, has been happening to her. Um, yet, uh, she was the most beautiful of all the sisters. That's not Despite. helping the sibling <laughs> rivalry. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, God damn it, she's going to be hot <laughs> on top of everything. She's going to be the hottest one. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, from what I, uh, the sources I get, apparently historians, and I don't know, uh, historians say that um, she had the best skin I'm not putting words in people's mouth, but she was, uh, she she said to have like the best, um, uh, the skin, the soft texture, the Is it color. It was newly grown. 
<laughs> she was just like a little kid. But I mean, she was having malnutrition, but still, um, her skin was beautiful and she had these rosy cheeks, lips, and bright eyes. Um, I think this is supposed to show, I guess, God is just making her beautiful. But She's why? Why is beauty something that God matters cares about? Especially if it's just going to be like someone that's going to be like messing up their face with a crown of thorns. Oh, there's more. More. Uh, you know, I'm just going to skip ahead. She she started to mess up her face for real. Uh, have you said that? <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? So she was very beautiful. She had these, you know, uh, her cheeks and everything. Um, so, uh, but, but still she started, she kept showing, you know, this, um, just her devotion. She, she would be found dragging, uh, a cross around. She's, she's a kid. She's dragging crosses around her, her lawn. But her parents, you know, they, they, they kind of, yeah. What's that family's, uh, socioeconomic status? I mean... It seems that like they kind of had enough to have a servant. Okay. At least when she was a baby, but then, um, this is tied into what was I oh, exactly what I was gonna say that um they they started to fall in harder times, and I I guess like they just had some uh, situation that happened that she they started to fall into a lot of financial trouble, and actually she 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 was helping her family too like she was sewing and. You know, they were selling some things oh. and it would help the family. Yeah. Um, and and uh, her her parents had this idea, I think, which is especially normal, especially at the time, was um, that she should get married. You know, it, it would help the family mm-hmm. too to have a, you know, marrying to a well-to-do family, especially if she was beautiful, right? Um, <coughs> but she didn't want to. And remember, she had made the, the vow of chastity when she was five yeah is that vow supposed to be like chastity until marriage or just chastity forever i mean she said chastity forever Uh, okay um uh but you know she was she didn't she didn't want to get married and then she she mentioned to her parents again like no i i have i'm vowing to be a virgin forever and with that, her parents kind of like were disappointed, but they're like, mm, I guess she's kind of serious. Um, but she wanted to become a nun. <clears throat> she she wanted to enter um, uh, a mon um, what's the nunnery, cloister, yeah, a convent. Um, but they refused to let her. Uh, but she she was stuck in the in between a rock and a hard place because she she didn't like disobeying her parents, mm-hmm. right? As we have stated but she also needed to follow her heart with you know her her what's it called her calling right so apparently you know she's wearing a nun's outfit and and in her pictures and eventually she would too but the thing is that there's this thing called a tertiary which i just found out about and the tertiary uh, are people that are let's say like normal people you know live in a secular world um, but they vow to to keep 
um, an apostolic life, what they call. So like they they live as if they're uh, nuns or or um, priests, monks, but without officially being in in like a convent or a monastery. It's kind of like self, like an unofficial thing. Mm-hmm. So she she decided she was she started to live like this. Um. Uh, she would, you know, isolate herself and just pray, 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 because she thought that this was a way to connect to God. I mean, she was already connecting to God. She was talking to Jesus and Mary and everything. Um, but she she really loved to pray. And actually, what happened one time? She remember too. She was helping her family for you know financially. She, yeah. She would you know sew and everything. And one of the times that is considered also a miracle was that. Um, she only left, she started to leave on, her house only to go to church, okay? And her brother was actually very supportive of her, the one that had the llama that got uh, slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Um, he would walk her to church. And one day they're walking out of church and this man came up to Rose and to, I called her Rose, Rose Rosa. Um, he, he handed her a packet of money and he said, I have this package of money for the senorita. <laughs> I just made it sound really like... <laughs> Um, you know, um, yeah. So he, he said, here, I have this package of money for, for, for the senorita, you know, for her, um, and give this to your father for his present needs. And it was exactly the amount of money that the father needed for a current debt that was hounding him. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is, this is supposed to show, and, and it showed her brother, like, oh my gosh, she is the real thing because Jesus intervened through her, you know. To get exactly the money that needed to get out of this situation for the whole family. Not um, not to be a jerk, but when I hear that, that's not not my first thought. My first thought is like, this is a guy who wants something with her. Oh my god! And like you know, word of mouth, he finds out how much the dad owes, so he's trying to put on a good impression and puts gives them the exact amount. Good point. I hadn't even thought of that. Does this mean I don't trust a man? <laughs> This means that you don't believe uh, oh. <laughs> the, the power of it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> by the way, I, I, at least me, I'm not trying to like poke fun at. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I just. I. I've heard about it, and, and I, I'm really serious. Like a lot of people who are devout to her do not know all this information. Her life is really interesting, and there's a lot out there. I mean, I'm just picking out some parts and. It's like just really something. It's really, you know. Um, and most people don't know all about this. Mm-hmm. We just kind of know. I insert myself in here with a weeb because I have, you know, I grew up Catholic <clears throat> and a lot more like influenced by that kind of stuff more than, than you did also. Mm-hmm. And just people just talk about her like as a saint, but not her background story as a kid. Yeah. So her brother was actually the one that supported her um, because, you know, her family was against this and he would, he would be the one that would help walk her to church. Now there's this one time that he, he went with her uh, for this mass that was supposed to be special for reading, for praying the, the the Holy Rosary. Right. Um, Except this time was a little bit different because she was carrying this little suitcase that contained all her, worldly possessions which is not much i guess just basic stuff like her mm-hmm. clothing and stuff you know 
Um, so on the way to church, they passed the convent. Um, and Rosa asked for her, her brother, whose name is Fernando, um, that, like, please don't, just let me go in here. And I'm not going to, I'm not planning to go to church. I'm planning to just, you know, um, get into, into the convent, you know, with her little, like, run away. Her brother said, no, no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that, you know? And, um, she, she just ran. She doesn't, she didn't listen. She just ran, like, for once she did. <laughs> she wasn't obedient. So she ran and then she just went on her knees and she started to pray. And her brother just stayed outside the doorway. He was looking at her, but he felt uncomfortable because, um, you know, what was happening, right? It was, you know, it looks weird, right? Um, and he did, he also didn't want to get her in trouble, you know? So he was really confused. And he just started to call her name, like, come here, you know, come back, you know, whatever. And she just did not listen. And finally, he went inside the convent and he... He got, you know, he was mad at her, mm -hmm. right? Because he's supposed to be the one that's, like, taking care of her. And she starts doing this kind of shit, you know? <laughs> so he just snapped at her and said, you know, you have plenty of time to pray after you enter the convent. Like, why are you staying out? At least go inside, you know? Because she's just, like, at the entrance and just, like, on her knees and praying, like, right there. And, and she's making kind of a scene. And he told her to, like, kind of snap out of it. And her reply was this. I would certainly like to leave, Fernando, but I cannot move. Um, so her brother just grabbed her by the arm and tried to pull, pull her up, but he could not move her. She was just stuck to the ground. And he used all his strength and she just did not, did not budge. And she... You remember how her face transfigured into a thing? <laughs> into a rose? Oh God. Well, this time, her body just became... The statue of Virgin Mary, Mother Mary, to whom she had been praying. And her brother finally realized, like, oh, this is why she can't get up. She's a statue. <laughs> but he could hear her voice. It just He could hear her voice praying out loud. Good mother, if you deliver me, I promise you to go back to my mother and live at home with my parents as long as you order me to do so instead of in the convent. Because she she also didn't want to create problems for her family. This kind of got a little bit out of hand. So she's like, she's like, just, you know, fine. Um, I, I will. I think it's because like she's, it's not just that she wants to be a nun. It's like kind of God is calling her to it too, right? Uh-huh. So she wants to be devoted to, to God, but it's kind of like a two-way thing, right? So he said, like, she, she said, like, you know, I will follow this, but just let me live at home and just stay at home um, and uh, just keep with her penance. Right. So she was finally able to move and um, as if she was lifted by angels and her brother was like, he was apparently annoyed, you mm -hmm. know, um, as one would. <laughs> <laughs> but he was actually secretly He's like happy for his sister because he saw that she had such a personal relationship with with God um, and decided to not oppose her anymore. And uh, he said, oh, you and your miracles. <laughs> wow. Oh, Rosa, you're with your turning into stone <laughs> and everything. So after this happened, she just get, finally stopped uh, fighting with her parents about going to the convent. And just, I guess the new fight would be to let her stay at home. 
in isolation uh, for many years. Now, uh, she's she be, before she was keeping like a, a pretty um, let's say let's call it discipline for lack of a better word lifestyle. Like it just started to become like more and more uh, hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she had her visions just got more vivid. Okay. And um, some of them were very beautiful. It was, uh, she said that she, she was able to see and interact with, with um, Jesus, uh, Mary, and the angels and the saints, especially her, who she considered her mentor to be Saint Catherine of Siena. Oh, yeah. Remember? Um, so she usually would get great comfort for this. But, what was happening also that she started to have these ugly visions too, um, that would rep- that would uh, cause this like foul smell to come up, and they were like filthy and sexual. And what? Suddenly it's turn. So she's getting these beautiful visions, and then like suddenly she starts to get these ugly ones that would scare her, and they were like sexual and filthy, and. Um, the she was able to see the bowels of hell and she was so scared because she was thinking oh my god i'm getting like tempted you know and and she just tried to fight them off by prayer now the thing is you know people sleep right yes (laughs) so she didn't want to sleep anymore she said sleep deprivation because her dreams were so bad. And also she was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to pray a lot because I don't want to have these dreams anymore. So the more I pray, the less I'll be tortured. So what she started to do is she started to deprive her- herself of sleep. And she would sleep like two or three hours a night. Mm-hmm. Her behavior started to get a little bit more extreme also. I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> um, she, f- she started to wear this... Um, spiked circle uh thing on her head which i guess was supposed to be kind of like a crown and it had um like i said it has spikes and like studs in the inside and she would put it on her head and the spikes would pierce her head and would sometimes get lodged inside her head and (laughs) (laughs) um um, i mean this eventually came to the point that once that it got lodged in her skull oh my god and like (laughs) they had to remove it like very uh, with a lot of effort. How did she not get an infection? So, <laughs> I don't know, God. <laughs> Her True. skin got torn off before. Like, <laughs> this doesn't seem to be a problem. By this time, also, she had cut off her hair, which is a thing. Um, she was fasting three times a week. Uh, she started to do this thing called, and this is something I just found out. Have you ever heard of something called a hair shirt? Hair. Hair shirt. A like shirt hair made out of head. hair. It kind of kind of like SpongeBob thinking, what is version. It? <laughs> <laughs> a sweater made out of eyelashes. <laughs> it's kind of kind of close. It's actually um, is this is this like a garment? It's like a it's like a shirt. It's made out of rough cloth, and it's made from goat's hair. And you wear this underneath, like an undershirt, right? Just right next to your skin. You wear this, and like for the winter. No, just to hurt yourself. Wait, what? This is not normal. It's a Catholic hair shirt, which I don't think is a thing anymore. Um, but back then, you know, people were really so into like this. So, like, goat <laughs> hair, like, hurts you? 
really coarse goat hair. It's like a freaking Brillo pad on your skin. Just imagine that. Oh, and I'm and so she wore this too. Yeah, have you ever pet a goat? No, they okay. they scare me. Their their hair is really coarse, and this is made out of goat's hair, and it's just like super gnarly. You, <laughs> she was wearing this on her skin, and it goes. It's like a shirt, and then it's also a like a girdle around your. Loins. I was just gonna say, like, does girdle mean what I think it does? Because I don't think that's comfortable. <laughs> it's like a what's it called? It's not. It's like a onesie made out of Brillo pads. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, it's just like a way to do penance. And she would also start. She started to wear like this um, belt of chains. And there's this, and you know, she she wasn't like going out of her house, but she had other people that were really. Um, like nuns, actual like actual like official nuns, uh, going over and talk to her because she she did pray a lot and she still kept sewing and she did would have people that like, I don't want to like say that she was just doing this kind of like self punishment thing. She was also like she she did kind of you know, not kind of she did help people like uh, people who were homeless and didn't have food. She would share her food and like would uh, tend to them. Uh, with however she could she would also pray for the indigenous people to convert <laughs> I just had to slip that in it is true this is one of the good things she did I mean that's because they were heathens <laughs> they saved their souls at least yeah it's like follow me you know this is the way look at me I'm wearing a onesie made out of goat hair <laughs> not eating not with sleeping. some metal lodged in my skull Metal on her skull, and not only that, she made this chain, a belt made out of chains that she put around. They her, saved their her waist. souls, Elise. Yeah, it's um, like follow me. You know, this is the uh, way. Look at me. Like, I'm wearing a onesie, very uncomfortable, made out of goat she, hair. <laughs> she threw the lock of this. So she put a lock on it. Sorry, she she put a lock on it, and she threw the key down a well. And her friends, like the the other nuns, were like. Rosa, like, what are you doing? Like, Rosa, you need to chill. That's what they said. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Wait, so like the yeah, chains so are to like weigh her down? Uh, just to f- make you like get sores, right? Oh, and God. just to, I mean, it's a heavy chain. She's not eating. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and um, because people said still they said oh you're beautiful whatever she start she didn't like it because it would like feed supposed so supp- it's supposed to like you know feed your what's it called your ego mm-hmm. you know and it was wrong right yeah so what she would do is like she would um get like pepper and just rub her face with it to break out on hives and like rashes on purpose and eventually did it did kind of start scarring her face a bit yeah <laughs> I, just, I just feel so sad for her like i mean yeah and that way like also is the thing because people would comment like wait because she i wasn't e- e- she wasn't like officially a nun too so uh to break out of this lifestyle like first of all not even nuns are doing all this kind of stuff but like you know once you become a nun and you become married to christ um when I you take the ultimate vow yeah i don't get why they why it's called getting married because it it is, but it's not. But you have to <laughs> <laughs> like make up another term. 
Like, oh my god, hold on a second. Um, you know what? I realized we're over an hour. Oh wow. We have to make this into a two-parter. All right. I'm not even. Ha- I mean, am I halfway there? Nah. You want to keep going and make it like a super long one, or let's just say take a little break. I would say take a little and break. Then, yeah. This is. I'm like down in dumps right now. <laughs> <laughs> So this is where we're going to leave everyone. <laughs> yeah, on a negative note. <laughs> a negative note. Um, uh, should I just list all her penances right now? No, sure. i just leave the other yeah. ones for the next one. Because it's not... This is not even the worst. Well, I mean, it could be. But it's oh, not. Geez. There's more. Okay, so let's list it for... Do you want to list what you remember so far of her penances okay. before we, we take yes. a little break for this? Mm-hmm. So the 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 reading that she learned by herself didn't her oh, mom yeah. like what did she, what did her mom do when she was no she just got mad at her I think that's it she got mad at um, her and then she eventually learned to read by herself because she has baby Jesus to help her yeah and then she was kind of sick so they had to kill an animal they wrapped her in the hide and she was left there for days and then when they took her <laughs> out her skin peeled off. Um, then she turned into a statue. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't laugh. She turned into a statue, and then she wore the metal thing on her head, and it lodged into her skull, and then... By choice. Yeah, and then she wore the goat skin. Not the goat skin, though. The goat Goat hair, hair. the hair shirt. It'd be much better if it was (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then she wrapped the chains on herself. And she's, she went sleep deprived for two oh, or yeah. three hours a day because she didn't want to have those sex dreams. <laughs> yeah, and then she also fasted a lot. Yeah. Three times a week. Um, she burned her face. Oh, yeah. Of. I forgot that. Uh, that way she would really, really kind of kill anyone's interest in Like, her. if you see your child having some issues with, like, not wanting to be called beautiful... And you see her take going to these extremes. Like, if I were the parents, I'd be like warning people, like, "Don't freaking call my daughter beautiful." Like, She's you need, yeah, <laughs> we need to contain this. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I'm sure her parents. I mean, her parents were busy too because they had a lot of kids. But ugh, God, like, I feel like, I mean, she was a fucking pain in the ass too. <laughs> Like, as a parent. That's true. Right? I mean, she's starving herself. And she got paralyzed. And, and yeah. Um, uh, well, that's where we're going to leave off right now. The goat hair. The underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where she started her penance. That That's, like, where she started. <laughs> okay. This is where she's starting. <laughs> Oh, jeez. This is, like, the origins of a (laughs) supervillain. What? (laughs) It is. It is. Is that the real miracle? (laughs) That she didn't become a (laughs) supervillain? I think it's true. 
so this we're gonna leave it today um uh the next part is gonna be still interesting so just keep everyone like just follow along <laughs> yeah um i mean this is like all the pre like super like miraculous stuff yeah the background mm-hmm. um also known as the making of a super <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, before we um, leave off uh, at this point, um, uh, would remember like, do you have any um, uh, recommendations? Remember, we we're doing that. Yeah, um, I remember, but I didn't do my homework. God damn it! <laughs> I'm trying to to think of one. <laughs> Like these last two weeks, I haven't done anything. That's why. You've been working, right? Yeah. I I haven't, like, gone out either, so. That matters. Eh? No, I haven't gone out, so, like, no, like, places that I can. Let me try to think of a TV show. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, Well, it hasn't come out yet, but I'm really looking forward to watching Black Panther, the second movie. Oh my god I that trailer so looks bad. so good i'm not like a like a f- super fan of like uh marvel i just like have watched mm. some of the movies and stuff yeah but like this one i'm really looking forward to it the the previews of it like back oh we saw the preview yeah. right when we went to see the elvis movie mm-hmm. right? ouch 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 uh, she my little my little bird bit me beautiful <laughs> lucky bit me um so this is like a recommendation for something that you haven't done yet. <laughs> yeah, that no one can even do yet either. Uh, what is our information? Just give out our Instagram, please. Yes, Instagram know. is itgotweird.podcast. Reddit is and then it got weird. And our Gmail is itgotweird.podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. and that is it please like send anything um like a story or something we do read every once in a uh, well i was doing like once a month because i don't know when i'm gonna get a good amount but uh, we will read out your stories um uh yeah mostly kind of supernatural though but i mean i think that yeah I, I like that i mean i I, I just want to make something clear, at least from my point of view. My, not my point of view, like my, I guess kind of like my concept um, of, of what this, of kind of like where I'm leading this this podcast is that like, this is not like a debunking podcast. At least this is how I feel like the direction that we are on. Mm-hmm. Do, do you agree, agree, agree yeah. with me? Right? Like I'm not... At, at least when I come up with the, the material, like, I'm never trying to, like, debunk things. It's just kind of like, oh, this happens and, like, me, and, you know, there's other, there's some explanations for it. But there's things that there really isn't. And, and there's just no point in trying to say, like, oh, if this happened to you, it's not real. Yeah, no. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm. Um, this stuff, though, with Rosa, I mean, I don't know, there's... 
I mean, I think anyone can question this, even if you you do have some type of supernatural experience, like to be like, oh, this person turned into a statue. Like, uh, I don't know, I didn't see it, and it's a really long time ago. And it is part; it's part of the whole like Catholic dogma, and and it's like you know, there's like there's an agenda here. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Let, oh, before I forget, you know, like Rosa was like, you know, she was a daughter of like a. Uh, a mixed race woman and a Spanish uh, white mm-hmm. guy. She she looks um, she is uh, she looks you know like a a white person a white lady. Um, ow, ow ow ow, which is also part of why she was considered also beautiful because her skin tone was apparently really like you know was light hey, and you could see her cheeks. I know right, um, and. Uh, a movie was made actually about her oh. and it was yeah and it's um it, everyone is spanish though which is kind of like mm. you know <laughs> it's like a slap um, in the face it kind of is i mean the the thing is that like she was born and during the whole during the time of the, the um when peru was still like you know a colony and all South America was still under under Spanish rule, um, but she's still considered like a Peruvian saint, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I, I might think it's kind of silly, some things, you know, um, it is part of like Peruvian identity, yeah. right? I mean, this is all we got, right? <laughs> like they they took away everything and they gave us Catholicism. I mean, what the fuck are we gonna do with it? You know, it's like, well, I have to take this, no choice, <laughs> you know. Um, and she's part of Peruvian identity. And tradition and it's kind of like they t- kind of took this i'm like saying they like <laughs> i mean the, the people that made this movie yeah. at least and the actress is spanish and everyone else is spanish too so i mean i don't know uh okay um that's something that just kind of bugged me a little bit uh this is where we leave off will it get better i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye, everyone. Happy Bye. Halloween. Keep the rose face in your mouth. <laughs> oh, man. I got goosebumps well, for like two minutes. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> oh. No bueno. Okay, bye. Bye.